Welcome to the Oasis State podcast. Cheers for tuning in. This podcast is dedicated to educating and empowering women to step into their self-love-infused power. As a woman, there are so many nuances that influence our relationship with self. Join me as I share my personal experiences with and deep understanding of mindset development, energetics, and self-mastery. I will help you deconstruct societal conditioning and your own outdated beliefs through a lighthearted, playful lens of perception. I will introduce you to tools that will help you redefine your interaction with life, powerfully manifest your wildest dreams, and enjoy every step along the way. Let this podcast guide and support you as you make the commitment to remember your magic within. This is your self-empowerment pep talk. Aloha and welcome back to the Oasis State podcast. My name is Zoe Rose Carey and I'm your host. Uh, Wherever you are and whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast episode, I hope you are having a beautiful day. Your heart is calm, your mind is organized and your body is happy and healthy. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Well, before we start this episode, I just want you to take a deep breath extra points for audible exhale (laughs) and just allow yourself to drop into your body Um, give yourself permission or I hope you can give my voice and myself consent um, to just receive today's information and I just think it's really important to take that moment to acknowledge Um, this energy and information exchange and consent is just really really delicious you know and it helps our mind body and soul um, align and focus and yeah I it is my intention and my hope that these words and me speaking my truth um, is what um, kind of serves as like an activation process for you so I think the uh, the consent is really important because you may feel activated, you may have aha moments as I speak. And yeah, this stuff can be really, really powerful if you um, are open to receiving. So yeah, take a deep breath. (sighs) And let's get into it. Um, Actually, firstly, you might hear a bit of a pitter patter in the background. I am currently sitting in the car looking at the ocean and it's raining <laughs> so it's it's raining today and I just really wanted to be by the ocean because it is my church <laughs> it's my my home and my sense of clarity and safety and purpose and empowerment and and everything so yeah I'm kind of um compromising with the environment today I'm looking at the ocean but I'm in the car and you might be able to hear the rain pitter pattering on the roof so yeah, um, I'm really excited to be recording this episode today. I've had a bit on .com, um, definitely going through a bit of a process at the moment. Um, and I think after I record this one, I might just record another episode, a kind of a freestyle flowing one and get you guys up to date with um, where I'm at because there's just so many juicy lessons and shifts and upgrades that I'm experiencing right now. Um, but if I didn't already have so many years of experience with this process of actively, um, creating my reality and and upgrading my life, I feel as though I would be missing a lot of these lessons. So, and upgrades, because it's not just like, 
oh, um, I want this cool, amazing new life. Thanks. And like, you just get it. Like, it's like a lot of evolution. There's a lot of like inner work. Um, and it's really fun. I'm not trying to say like, it's hard, like sort of thing. It's a really fun process, but I am acknowledging that because I've been actively doing this for like over a decade now, this particular cycle and upgrade that I'm going through, I'm like, oh my God, it's so juicy with lessons. And I can literally, I'm so zoomed out right now and I can see exactly where I've done things in the past from a particular level of um, understanding um, and awareness and self-awareness and self-love and empowerment. And I'm like, oh, that's how I got those results and that same kind of cycle. But now I've been doing a lot of work on my subconscious lately. And that's that's one facet of self-mastery and empowerment is understanding our subconscious minds. And I've been doing a lot of work lately to shift my beliefs, which is where our subconscious minds live. And basically our beliefs run like 98% of our lives. And this stuff should be taught in primary school, in my opinion. Um, But it is work that I do in my group programs and my one-on-ones. And sorry, I'm just, I'm so passionate. I'm just going on a little tangent right now, but I'm just acknowledging that I've been doing a lot of work on my, my subconscious beliefs lately and things in my external reality are shifting as a result of that, which is really exciting, but it does involve a lot of self-awareness. Um, it involves a lot of faith. Um, it involves a lot of nervous system regulation because you're literally upgrading and changing your, your inner state and then your outer state. And instantly our body, um, kind of reacts to the unknown and change. And if we don't know how to regulate our nervous system, we're probably just going to, um, flip back into, to the known, um, pattern. So I'm going way deeper than I wanted to (laughs) in this podcast episode, but, um, yeah, basically I'm navigating a leap, a leap of faith right now and, um, some amazing upgrades in my life, but it comes with a lot of, um, discipline yeah like discipline in like an exciting fun way though not like um kind of like a self-loathing rejection discipline it's like oh okay I need to be consistent I need to be patient I need to trust and basically yeah I just want to jump on the next I've spoken about this for long enough so obviously I need to record a podcast episode about it um but yeah so I will after this today record another podcast episode just a free-flowing one to share the lessons that I'm observing in this current cycle because I'm so aware that if I past versions of me probably had these same lessons but completely didn't even um, identify them because I was just not ready to because we're constantly evolving so and I'm not saying other site like the next cycle I go through for an upgrade I will be completely totally self-aware but it's kind of like when you've done consistent work on one area for a while it gets to this point where it's so natural and innate and it flows so yeah um, I've spoken about this for 75 years, so I think, like I said, I will record a podcast episode on it after this, and I hope that any observations that I've made in my process can help you guys understand the um, the leap of faith portion of actively creating your reality, which is, I suppose, could be called manifestation as well, but it's basically just, yeah, self-mastery. Um so yeah, I am sitting in my car and you might hear a little bit of rain, um, but I just wanted to press play on these episodes because as I mentioned, I've had a few really exciting process going on at the moment with an upgrade in my life, but um, it takes a lot of your um, attention. So 
Yeah, but I just woke up this morning and I was like, oh my God, if I don't press record and start recording a podcast episode today, I'm going to fucking explode. (laughs) I just feel like I've got so much to say and I really love um, because I have been so um, active and consistent with my self-mastery journey for so long, I've been able to identify that speaking my truth is therapeutic for me. It gives me a sense of purpose. Um, it helps me self-soothe. It helps me – I feel passionate. I might have said that, but I don't know. I'm just kind of rolling along on my tongue right now. Um, yeah, so I'm not saying everyone gets this kind of um, excitement and joy from speaking their truth, but it's really cool, a nice little gem that my self-mastery journey has given me to identify, oh, I need to speak my truth and have that that clear um, channel through my throat chakra um, for anyone that's familiar um, with our chakras, um, they're just to have that really strong throat chakra, but that's not for everyone because everyone is new, unique. But I just woke up this morning and I was like, I'm going to freak out if I don't press record soon. So here we are. And I just actually kind of almost want to record the leap of faith episode. Cause that's what I'm currently experiencing. But this episode, I will record it after I will stick to my plan. Um, this episode is about rest guys rest. (laughs) And, um, and I'm going to share my personal experience and how we all need to redevelop a, a healthy relationship with, with rest. And, um, God damn society's got it backwards guys. Like, holy shit. Um, this is a really, really, really personal episode for me because it has just been such a process, um, of deconditioning from a really toxic, unhealthy relationship with productivity, with worthiness and with um, allowing and giving myself permission to rest. And yeah, so I think it might spark um, a bit of, yeah, a a few shifts for other people. And that's why I came back to the the consent piece. Um, Just so give yourself permission for your mind, body and soul to receive this because it is powerful stuff and it's not common um, information that society is just um, giving (laughs) you know, is kind of promoting at the moment, like majority of society, there is this beautiful spiritual and personal development and holistic community out there that is really plugging these messages. And it's really important. So yeah, let's get started. Um, so rest, it's important. (laughs) Basically we're not robots and we're human beings and especially as women, um, which I feel that my, my common, um, audience is women or my, the majority of my audience is women. Um, or if not, please let me know if there's men, um, or or everyone else out there that's listening. Um, let me know because I was kind of, um, oh, sorry, I'm going on another tangent, but (laughs) I was definitely like, I'm very passionate about women's empowerment, but, um, it feels like I kind of am in a bit of an umbrella for empowerment as well, like an umbrella, umbrella niche, which is like opposing things. But yeah, so there might be, um, other people out there that um, are resonating with this and I'm really stoked about that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, but for women especially, we are cyclical beings. We literally run on a lunar cycle which takes, sorry I can't, don't quote me on this, but like 27 days, usually 28 days um, of a cycle and we, our, our hormones and our body and everything run through this cycle. So rest is a part of that. Like nature is our biggest example of of the need to honor cycles because we have seasons we have four seasons summer autumn winter spring 
Yeah, I was like, is that all of them? <laughs> Did I say all of them? Um, yeah, whereas we are living in a very um, toxic um, society right now where it's work and hustle and it's ugh, I just can't handle it. And I think I was talking about it in my last um, podcast episode, but I'm doing a lot of work at the moment and actually I'll probably mention it in the next podcast episode because that has kind of been my leap of faith when I'm, I've been reconditioning my beliefs. But I don't want to take those toxic productivity beliefs into my business. Like I'm finally in the driver's seat of my purpose and my career and how I attract money and how I give and be of service to others. But it's really shined a light on me how heavy and unhealthy the conditioning around rest and productivity was for me. So yeah, this episode is quite a personal one for me. Um, but because I think it's personal for me because I've done a lot of work and I feel like there's such a huge majority of people out there that need to do this work as well. So yeah, basically guys, from from birth, from a young age, we have been exposed to long periods of stress and competition and scarcity and toxic productivity. And it's basically triggered our nervous systems to flick into fight or flight, which fight or flight mode is only meant to be used in short bursts, but, and our cortisol rises and, you know, um, oh, and particular organs slow down and blood supply changes because our mind and our nervous system has perceived an external threat and we're getting ready to fly, uh, fly so the flight part, or fight. Uh, whereas nowadays with the horrible expectations that society has put on us around doing, doing, doing and linking our sense of purpose with how much we can do on top of an overstimulating society. So um, yeah, like lights and sounds and social media and all of that is overstimulated. That, That flicks us into fight or flight mode too. So basically from birth, we have been exposed to long periods of stress and scarcity and hustle culture. And it's just not the way to go (laughs) but it's it's not I'm not sitting here like oh my god fuck society it's like okay cool once you realize this you need to take responsibility for your nervous system and for your conditioning towards rest and and change it so I'm not here saying fuck the system well I kind of am but I'm like fuck the system and let's focus on the important thing (laughs) which is our work it's always always our work and by you doing the inner work to recondition your relationship with rest and and your worthiness around stillness and just being rather than doing, you're activating your community and the collective and people around you to slip into the same. So yeah, that's that's where this, this empowerment piece is coming from today, guys, is we can't just sit back and be like, oh my God, society. It's like, okay, cool. We've acknowledged that things are not great in that department but we need to come back to the inner work piece and shift our beliefs around rest because yeah it's the way it's going is not great so um just taking a breath (laughs) um yeah sorry I hope I don't talk too fast guys I just get so passionate about this but 
<sighs> just trying to take deep breaths so your nervous system and my nervous system and our bodies can kind of accept this this transmission. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically the societal pressures have come from so early on. If you think about it, like we start sport really early on and it's this expectation like, you know, do really well or kick that goal or get that gold medal at the gymnastics competition. We rush to school every day, like 7.30 on the bus, guys, where's your lunch? You, you know, mum's screaming at you from the car, get in, let's go. Um, and then we're putting to schools and like I mentioned, sports and all these different arenas from like such a young age and, and pressured to compete and achieve and perform. And there's nothing wrong with being ambitious and achieving and wanting accomplishment as a child. I am just pointing out that there is a there's been a gross imbalance with that in my personal experience as a child and I'm not having a go at my schooling system or my mum or anything mama Kaz if you're listening I love you <laughs> but there is there's a lack of um education around the balance that is required for achievement and performance to be sustainable so yeah I'm not saying like just go and live in a hammock and read a book for the rest of your life if you want to do that sick cool do that but I'm just trying to point out that there's been a, for my personal experience and a lot of people around me, there's been a huge gross imbalance with um, perform and achieve and do and allowing ourselves permission to, to rest and recharge and play and play. Yeah. So that was the next point that I wanted to talk about was that, yes, it's great to accomplish things and achieve and perform as a child, but when there's a gross imbalance with, with playing and resting and you know, it's so important to recondition that, oh, wow, yeah, I went and did this cross-country run today. It's great. But come home and 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 relax and integrate and rest your body and your mind. And, and yeah, so I'm just trying to point out that all of these things happen so early on. And then in my personal experience, um, all of this, all of the rushing and the pressure to p- compete against um, classmates and perform and achieve um, flowed on to my secondary and tertiary educa- education. So I've been kind of in that toxic container for a while. Um, went to high school, went to a quite prestigious high school, which is great, again, because it does kind of, it is a good container to help you accomplish things if you want. Um, but I didn't have the proper understanding of how to detach my sense of worthiness with what I was achieving. So yeah, and then I went to university and got two science degrees. So in very competitive markets, I've got a degree in exercise science. So the health science world is incredibly competitive. Um, I did the exercise science degree in kind of this little um, physio-like context so like a little side um category so like when it came up it was like oh okay so she's doing exercise science to move into the masters of physio so I don't really can't remember the wording but basically it was very competitive um and then yeah and then I moved into marine biology and then of course that is extra competitive too because it's not like the conservation world has heaps of money so there's not many jobs Um, a lot of people volunteer which is great because we get hands-on experience but then when you are trying to move into an entry-level job no one wants to pay you because they're like we'll just get someone to volunteer so I have been in that toxic container of achieve perform compete for like so long (laughs) and um yeah I'm just trying to really emphasize how deep 
the conditioning was and how toxic the environment was because to be where I am at now and really understand how absolutely worthy I am of rest and how constructive it is is just so huge um and yeah so all of these different environments had that same energy that was pushing me into chronic fight or flight and you guys you might be sitting here listening to this like holy shit I totally get you (laughs) um because these fight or flight environments are so common and basically a majority of um, our interactions with society right now and subsequently I had I burnt out many many times and it's such a painful experience because not only are you physically fried like I think fried is such a good way to explain it you like you your body is just like heavy and you're tired and that's how we get illnesses guys is because we're not allowing our bodies to click into rest and digest which is the other side of the um the other option (laughs) um of the um our nervous system um and rest and digest is where we heal and where we integrate you know lessons and and conversations and and get clarity and and make decisions and uh, get creativity and ideas to come to us so that's how we get sick is because we're in fight and flight all the time um so not only so when you burn out, not only are you physically fried, so you like you said, you might, I might be chronically ill. Um, throughout uni, I used to have like day-ending headaches. Like it wasn't migraines, they were like sinus headaches. And I just, I literally had to get into bed and be in the dark for like ever. And I was just like, oh, this is just part of life. And since I've left those toxic containers, I've never ever had a headache. And I'm like, and you can just see, like it's crazy when you look back the effects that stress has on your body and we just cop it on the chin like oh and yeah anyway I'll I'll save that point I was going to start another point but I will save it for later in the episode so yeah not only are you emotionally sorry physically fried when you burn out you're emotionally depleted and confused you're really confused because from the moment we are born we are conditioned to believe that our worthiness is measured by our level of productivity so when you um, inevitably try and then fail to reach your unattainable goal of how productive you are and you have this toxic underlying belief that I am only worthy when I achieve x y and z which is probably like I said a completely unrealistic and unsustainable um, achievement that you're trying to achieve you are undeniably emotionally depleted and confused and stressed out because you've got this horrible underlying belief that you are only worthy when you achieve X, Y, and Z. And it's just not the case. So yeah, basically burning out is really confusing and painful. And if you have burned out before, um, I empathize with you. I've done it a few times in my life, but you know, there's so much, I have so much gratitude for those experiences too, because I've learned so much, um, from each experience. Um, and yeah, if it's happened to you, I hope that you learnt the same lessons and made the changes that you need to, to not, um, click back into that, um, that horrible, yeah, that horrible way to be <laughs> basically. Um, so yeah, as I mentioned, we are, not machines and that's why we burn out we are human beings that need we have ebbs and flows of energy um and we just can't deny that like I'm not like I said I'm looking at the beach right now to record this episode and I'm not at the beach screaming at the waves to stop rising and falling you know what I mean like I'm not there asking the tide to stop 
um, draining out to a low tide or filling in for a full tide. I'm not there like, oh my God, waves, stop like coming into the shore and then like getting sucked back out. That is kind of a weird analogy that I just came up with just then. (laughs) But that's kind of an analogy for what our toxic relationship with our energy ebbing and flowing. Like, I just don't understand why, or I do, but why as soon as we feel tired or like we need a rest, we've been so conditioned to think that's a challenge to keep pushing ourselves. But yeah, I'm not here yelling at the waves to to stop draining back out. That's the same as when our energy is ebbing. It's it's calling for an ebb. So an ebb means stillness because we can't just flow all the time. You don't just if the tide was rising in all the time, the whole of the world would flood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got to let the tide come in and ride those waves in, and that's like the, you know, analogy of your energy flowing and and rising. Um and then you just have to let it drain back out and just and then ebb. So yeah um I hope that analogy landed because that just randomly came out just then but hopefully (laughs) hopefully it kind of um resonated with you but yeah basically I'm so sick of seeing people when someone's like oh I'm so tired um and then they just see it as a challenge to keep pushing themselves for five more days or five more minutes or however long and they just keep pushing themselves until they burn out and now after years and years of consistent deconditioning and pouring back into my cup and giving myself permission and working on my self-image and my worthiness and my ability to love myself. Now, when I feel tired, I, I receive that information and I accept it for what it is and I allow rest and I allow play and I allow stillness because I have learnt now and I've observed time and time again that when I rest, I have more energy <laughs> like and so you might be listening to this this like whoa what the fuck like what a foreign concept <laughs> but it's so simple once you allow yourself to rest you come back 10 million times more productive than you ever were so please be mindful of that guys if you feel tired and you feel your energy ebbing please don't take that as an invitation or a challenge. Oh, let's see how much further I can push myself. Like, don't look at your to-do list, throw your to-do list in the bin, no, off to the side until you want to do it later (laughs) and rest. Like getting, I call it getting horizontal. I'm like, oh yeah. Like to my partner or friend, I'm like, oh, I just need to get horizontal. And I can literally get horizontal, which means laying down obviously for like 10 minutes. And then I can just approach the rest of my day so much more efficiently. But I've seen it in my mum um, growing up and she was very time poor, very stressed out, single mum and she she was just doing the best that she could. I'm not here judging my mother. She was just doing the best that she could but she would run around and be like, oh, I will rest or I will play when I get all of my to-do list done but the catch is that we will always add to our to-do list because if we're working on that underlying belief that we are only worthy by what we do and what we achieve, you will never ever allow that to-do list to end. So it is a massive, massive exercise in um, self-control almost <laughs> to identify that that energetic ebb and then the second part is actually allow the, the rest and to stop and to walk away from that to-do list. So yeah, I hope that by sharing um, some of my early experiences and childhood experiences with 
that hustle culture, it's helped you identify like, oh shit, maybe I've had a bit of that, that exposure as well has had an effect on you because, um, yeah, I feel like there's just a lot of us adults walking around that literally have no idea how to take care of ourselves. No, this fear of slowing down and, and allowing rest. And yeah, so if you have um, acknowledged like, oh shit, I think that exposure um, happened to me when I was a child or my job probably doesn't um, you know, create the safest environment for me to rest. Um, I'm not trying to bring this to your attention to start beating yourself up because yeah, it's, it's always, I always need you to come from a place of compassion because, um, then you can lead yourself out of that rather than, you know, the, the compassion and the acceptance piece is the, is the solid foundation that you need to make those changes. So I'm not sitting here saying all of those, um, all of these experiences that I've had with burning out and and being in toxic environments, you, I'm not sitting here saying like, oh my God, how much do I suck that I stayed in that uni degree and blah, blah, blah. Like I've completely have so much gratitude and, um, and understanding for all of those things that happened to get me to, to who I am today. So yeah, if you've listened to this information and feel like it resonates with you in like there's a, you've had similar experiences, um, yeah, just make sure you're being compassionate to yourself. And basically I just wanted to start this episode by, um, uh, offering you guys a, um, an incentive. Yeah. An incentive to start, um, redeveloping your relationship with, with rest. So I hope that point has landed. <laughs> and, um, now I would like to share some, uh, beliefs that may come up as you as you begin your process of slowing down or integrating rest into your life um, a bit more. I just wanted to talk about maybe some beliefs or some thoughts that will come into your mind because your mind thrives on the known and that is how we get a lot of us get stuck um, in our lives. We never move forward because you even if you do have the best intentions to move forward, you might start taking those steps, but then your mind feels the change and the unknown, and it's just going to throw everything at you that it can to get you to stay in the safe zone. So this will probably happen as well as you begin allowing yourself to slow down. So some of the thoughts that I had to um, observe, I want to say observe. So there's a difference between identifying and absorbing the thoughts rather than observing them. So throughout my process of allowing myself to slow down, um, thoughts that came into my mind were, oh, you are so lazy. Of course, this is going to come into our mind because if you've had anywhere near an experience that I've had in the first, you know, 30 or so or 20 or so years of my life, um, my worth was directly linked to how much I could do every day and how much I would achieve and how happy I would make my boss and, and all of that kind of stuff. So obviously you can see a bit of a theme here of my toxic, um, productivity coming through in my work and career realm, but it might come through in other areas of your life. So I can only speak for my experience and it has definitely, my harsh lessons have definitely come through in my career area and my sense of purpose and all of that. So yeah, maybe just take some time to reflect on where your, your burnout or your toxic productivity, um, 
beliefs might be coming through in different areas of your life because yeah I can only speak for my experience so yeah that that thought you are lazy comes through and yeah like I just said of course it was going to come through because I was never ever taught that by simply being who I am like just being in this moment sitting completely still or lying down or whatever your definition of rest is is enough and that I'm worthy and that I am magnificent and I'm making a change and everything simply by being. So, of course, the thought you are lazy um, comes in to my mind, which is now something that I can just completely roll my eyes at and laugh at because I've just learned time and time and again <laughs> how slowing down um, is beneficial, <laughs> basically. Just a simple sentence. It's beneficial. Um Another belief or a thought that might come into your mind is you are getting left behind because like, as I mentioned from our childhood, from such an early age, we are rushed to school and we're rushed to this Saturday soccer game and it's always go, go, go. So of course, as soon as you slow down, you're conditioned to think, oh fuck, everyone else is going at this pace and I'm slowing down. So of course that equals I'm not going to be able to keep up and I'm getting left behind. And you know, that is a really triggering horrible thought to have because you know we are literally um designed to 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 move in packs and have social connections and stuff like that so if you've got a friend that's running around a mile a minute and you're trying to slow down of course that's going to trigger you but I'm here to tell you that it is not the case and I have tried and tested this so many times now that as soon as I allow rest I come back in full beast mode and I can just get 10 hours of work done in one hour if I am well rested. So you need to start being aware of that belief, identify it, it, but not with it. So observe, but don't absorb that belief because I promise you, you are not being left behind. And, um, and yeah, it's like your, the, the rest is the, yeah, the catalyst for these big leaps and, um, being on the go all the time is not sustainable. So, be aware of that belief if it comes up. And I promise you from the absolute bottom of my heart, you are not being left behind. Um, you're actually going to get ahead more. Actually, that is a beautiful analogy I can use. <laughs> all these, I'm looking at the ocean and all these like water analogies are coming to me as I'm recording this podcast. If you have that belief that comes into your mind that you are being left behind as you start allowing yourself to slow down, think of this analogy. If you're swimming in the water and you've got your head down and you're blowing your bubbles. <laughs> um, sorry, I just laughed because I used to be a swim teacher. So I'm just like fully just clicked into that mode of like, blow your bubbles. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've, you're swimming along, you've got your head in the water, you're doing freestyle. So you're kicking, 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 and you've got your arms back and forth. If you are trying to swim long distances, which is say our life is long, you need to come up for a breath, don't you? You need to come up for a breath. You need to turn your head to the side, inhale some oxygen, and then you can put your head back in the water and you can swim faster. So obviously the analogy is if you're a swimmer and you're doing a 50-meter race, in those professional races, they don't really take a breath. I think they don't take any bursts or it's like one or two breaths. So obviously small bursts of work don't need that rest. They don't require that rest from you because it's just a 50-meter race, get in, get out, just fully pump pump your your mind, body, and your soul and get to the finish line. But life is not a 50 meter race. Life is like swimming all of the oceans. (laughs) You know what I mean? So 
when you hear that belief that's triggering you, like I'm being left behind as I rest, think about yourself swimming from here to New Zealand. You will not be able to do that swim without taking a breath. And that taking that breath is that analogy for rest. And you always come back more energized after you take that rest. So again, I hope these analogies land. Can actually, if anyone listens to these, um, like whoever listens to these podcasts, which I know is like a fair few of you now, which is really exciting by the way. Um, can you let me know if these analogies like resonate with you? Because I'm just trying to, I'm always trying to synthesize these abstract ideas into a user-friendly light-hearted context and I seem to just come up with these analogies but if you are just sitting there fully just laughing at me like what the actual fuck are you saying Zoe please let me know and I'll try and <laughs> um yeah analyze and synthesize this information these lessons in a different way but hopefully that swimming analogy makes sense so as you were trying to rest and slow down and rest. Just remember you need to come up for a breath. And that's what that analogy is. Um, I suppose it's a similar belief, just worded in a different way, but you might always, you might also think, um, I'm running out of time. And that is just not the case. Like life is not in a rush or so society is in a rush for sure. Like I've just spent the whole episode talking about that. So society is in a rush, but your life and your universe and your life purpose and your relationships and everything good that is amazing, uh, sorry, everything that is good that is coming for you, um, whether it's in your current reality now or to come, none of that is in a rush. Like that higher universal intelligence is not in a rush, but as a human race and as a society, we are in a rush. So you need to be mindful of that belief coming up when you start allowing more rest is that you're running out of time because you're not, you're absolutely not, um, which is a really freeing belief to integrate. Um, so I hope by you hearing that come out of my mouth right now that it is soothing soothing a part of you because there is definitely always a part of us that is completely impatient and it's a it comes from a scarcity space. So scarcity is that there's not enough. Um, there's not enough for me. There's not enough for like, oh, but if this person starts this business, then my business won't take off. Or, you know, if, if this person takes three apples, then there's not enough for me. And it's just the way that planet earth and the universe works, it's, it's abundance. It's an abundant frequency. So once you're clicking into your abundance frequency, you will understand that rest does not equal you running out of time. It's actually helping you get more out of your time <laughs> because you're not running around with a, a 50 million thoughts in your head and in fight or flight mode. Like guys, when you do start to allow rest and you see the benefits of it, and then you click back into what you're um, trying to accomplish and um, productive flows, they're actually enjoyable and they're sustainable because you're like, oh my God, I feel so fresh and I feel so alive and I feel so energized. All right, I'm going to use that energy that I'm channeling right now with this, with my body feeling excited and relaxed and energized um, into my purpose or my relationships or whatever area of your life you need to be productive in. So that's the thing when you, when you're in this toxic productivity um, mentality, the productivity is not even fun. It's shit. It's so shit, guys. But then when you actually start allowing rest and then you click back into your productive flows, it's so fun and it's energizing and it's sustainable. So yeah, I just wanted to um, reiterate that. Okay, so I've mentioned a few thoughts that 
will probably 1000 million percent come up (laughs) once you start allowing rest and giving yourself permission to rest Um, and I hope by um, helping you identify these that it will soften their influence on you Um, and I really it's so important guys to observe these but don't absorb them because that has what is what has kept you in this fight or flight pattern and this stressed out tired pattern for literally probably every single day of your life Um, so now I'm on the other side of that and I'm living my life from a place of, um, trust and abundance and rest (laughs) and rest and play and balance. Oh, you just, you see people, I just see everyone running around like head down, stressed out, and it's just not the way. So I hope by me being able to identify those thoughts and beliefs that might come up for you, that it'll soften that process for you and you can allow more rest more quickly. (laughs) So that is my gift for you. Um, Okay, so now I wanted to mention some beliefs we need to start um, integrating about rest and um, because it'll help you allow rest, <laughs> basically, because I think I mentioned it earlier in this episode that our belief system, so our subconscious mind is where our belief systems live and they actually dictate 98% of our life and our results because what we believe leads to how we feel and how we feel leads to how we act and how we act leads to our habits and our habits lead to our results. So I'm always going to be talking about our beliefs because it is literally the foundation of how you get shit done in life. So, and it's, it's either how you are getting the results you don't want. And it's also the, the key to getting the results that you do want. So that's for another time and place. That's actually the teachings that I do on my in my group programs and my one-on-ones. So yeah, that's why I'm talking about beliefs now with rest because that's basically what I had to do was reset my belief system around what rest is and then learn to tap into my body's intelligence and identify when I need the rest. So yeah, I digress, but let's go. So Beliefs, beliefs that we need to start integrating about rest that will help you on as you yeah in your rest relationship <laughs> um, is understanding it, it, it. Sorry, it expands your capacity to be productive. So I've kind of already touched on that a few times in this episode, but yeah, like I said, once I've learned in my experience and I've seen from people I admire that have um, have developed their own beautiful relationship with resting and playing and allowing more of that, is that you just come back so much more productive and it's incredible. So remember that it expands your capacity to be productive. It does not take you away from your ability to accomplish things. It actually makes the process of accomplishing things so much more juicy. (laughs) So yeah, Um, rest is not something that we need to earn what the fuck? Like, sorry for the language. That is just oh, that's something that makes me so angry. And I, again, have already kind of touched on that belief when I was like, I'm so sick of seeing people clearly needing a rest and taking it as a challenge to push themselves further, thinking that they need to earn the rest. Like, if you are tired, just listen to your body's intelligence. It's not about you know, some people try to try to dissect, oh, why do I feel so tired? I haven't even done that much. Dude, like you don't even know how much you're absorbing every day. There's so many unknown nuances that are influencing your body's energetic ebb and flow and and things you just will never be able to identify. So if you feel tired, stop trying to dissect why you feel tired. Just fucking chill. Like, <laughs> sorry, just relax. And obviously if you're getting like this chronic 
exhaustion, it might be something you need to look into. And obviously there's so many, like I said, there are so many nuances that affect your um, your energy level. So it might come back to what are you eating? Like everything you're eating is a message to your body. It's either, either a love message or a kind of rejection message. Like if you're not eating well, that's your body's being made up of all of that. Anyway, I'm digressing onto another topic. I'm trying to focus on rest, but I'm basically just trying to let the point land that rest is not something we need to earn. If you feel tired, stop dissecting why you're tired and just fucking chill. (laughs) So I'll leave that, um, I'll leave that, that point there. Um, it gives you rest gives you longevity so that kind of comes back to that swimmer analogy that yes you can swim a 50 meter race without taking a breath but life is not a 50 meter race it's like a cross country around the world swim and rest gives you longevity taking those breaths and pauses in your day daily (laughs) gives you longevity and gives you sustainability in your productivity realm so yeah already kind of covered that too Another belief about rest you need to um, integrate is you don't need long rest. You don't always need a long rest. So people people might say to me like, oh, but I don't have time to rest. And it's like, you absolutely do have time to rest. You are just not prioritizing it because of your belief system and your value system. So I just want to remind you, start experimenting with short bursts of rest. Like I mentioned before, I call it getting horizontal. And it's taken me a lot of practice and a lot of discipline just to allow little 10 minute rests in my day. So I might finish cooking brekkie or something like that. And then I want to go straight into the next thing, but I'll just go and lay down for like 10 minutes and then get back up. And I've got so much more energy already. So deconstruct that belief that rest needs to be long. And mind you, once you start this process of allowing rest, you might need longer rest because you've got like 20 or 30 or however old you are years worth of conditioning um, around rest and you haven't allowed enough rest. So you might be tired at the start, but I promise you, as you start integrating rest into your everyday experience, you will a lot of the time need less rest. So debunk that belief that you need long rest because short bursts are better than nothing. Um And yeah, just, and another belief around rest, which I've kind of already covered, so I'll just say it quickly, is um, that our nervous system needs stillness and quiet. So that comes back to the um, overstimulating environment. Um, You need, you need quiet. Like if you walk around a shopping center all day, or you work in a busy workplace, or you've got a busy household, your nervous system values quiet. So stillness and quiet our nervous system also needs play. So what is your version of play? Like we're always so ingrained to have achieved something and have a result. Play is simply just a present moment of of whatever it is. So play for me is like surfing or skating or mucking around on the beach with my friends and family and my dog and, you know, spear tackling my partner in, in the ocean in the waves and groveling around and body surfing and, and, you know, having a boogie in my room to some like groovy tunes and stuff like that. So playing is just upgrading your energy without without a result. So our nervous systems need that and our nervous systems also need creativity. So start being aware of how you feel creative. Like just a quick example, I had so much resistance for so long about creating reels. I was like, ooh, they're so lame. They're so inauthentic. And then I actually, you know, moved through that resistance and started creating my own reels. And 
I don't care if no one likes them or even watches them, but it is such a creative, enjoyable process for me because I'm there like, you know, trying to do one of those, um, what do you call them? Like kind of collage ones, maybe that's the right word where it's like one video and the next and the next and the next. And it's just so nice trying to fit it all in and then finding a tune that kind of reflects the energy of it. And yeah, I never in a million years would have thought that reels would be a creative outlet for me. And yeah, like I said, I'm not... Um, even if the, if the real is quotation marks a flop with the algorithm, I've gotten so much out of, out of that because I've created something. So yeah, um, just be mindful of where creativity is showing up in your life or where your, your mind, body and soul are, are kind of indicating creativity. Because like I said, I never, ever thought I'd be, um, using reels as a creative outlet. But as soon as I started it, I was like, Oh, this is so fun. So yeah, creativity is really anything that's fun. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that is that last, um, last belief that I wanted to help you guys be mindful of integrating is that our nervous systems need stillness, quiet, play and creativity. So yeah. All right. I, this episode is probably going to be a long one. Um, so feel free to, to, to pause if you like. Um, but I feel like just sitting there and enjoying it all. Um, there's just one more topic that I wanted to go through. Um, so yeah, if you listen to the episode the whole way through, then it's like, yeah, cool. Just let it all integrate. Um, but it's long because like I said, it's such a personal journey for me and, um, it's something I'm so passionate about because yeah, it's just, it's breathed life back into me, allowing rest, daily rest. It's so good. Um, so onwards, let's go onwards and upwards. Um, did you know that rest is actually different to sleep? Whoa. I know. Drop the mic. What the fuck? (laughs) Um, Now, for me, that was a big like, whoa, what? So an indication of if you need more rest in your life is if you are getting a good night's sleep, um, but you still feel exhausted. It's your indication that you need more rest. And following on is that we cannot rely just on sleep to restore ourselves, which seems funny. But like for me, it was like, what what do you mean? Like, but I got eight hours sleep. But if you're not allowing rest on top of sleep, you will not be getting those restorative um, benefits. So um, yeah, that for me was a bit of a game changer. So hopefully that's activated some kind of moment, aha moment for you guys too. And the reason, now I'm going to follow on and explain the reason why rest is different to sleep and we cannot only rely on rest is because there are different types of rest. So I'm going to go through them um, really quickly because I'm sure you guys just need some time to integrate all of this (laughs) information. Um, I just hope this is as powerful for you guys as it was for me because it's just honestly revolutionized how I show up and interact with life and it's in the most beneficial, exciting, enjoyable way. Like I'm actually more successful and productive than I've ever been now that I've allowed rest. So I'm a walking example of this coming from a burnt out, stressed out, um, confused Zoz to a happy, calm, relaxed, yeah, one chick, me, Zoz. (laughs) Um, so yeah, let's move on. Um, physical rest is the first type of rest. So passive physical rest is sleeping and napping. So, oh, naps are great guys. And naps don't have to be, um, completely zoning out. And then you wake up, you're like, oh my God, what time is it? Sometimes, 
a rest for me is just, as I mentioned, getting horizontal and, um, and I can still hear the birds chirping and I can, you know, hear my housemate walking around, hear the cars driving around, but I'm closing my eyes and I'm not absorbing or interacting with any, um, anything, anyone, um, any, any thoughts or anything. So yeah, passive physical rest is sleeping and napping. There is actually active physical rest too, which is meditation. Um, you can achieve it in via yoga and massage. So it's that physical rest and anything related to physically allowing your body to rest is physical rest. So yeah, it's kind of the explanations in the name. <laughs> so I won't, um, I won't try and dissect that anymore. <laughs> um, the second type of rest is social rest. So social rest is the process of being mindful of relationships that energize you and others that exhaust you. Um, and that's fine. It not Everyone is not for everyone. Okay, guys. So be mindful of any people, people pleasing tendencies and our need to show up for everyone because it's just not sustainable. Okay. So Really take some time to start observing relationships that energize you and spend more time with those people. Um, spend more time with those who rejuvenate you because it will rejuvenate you. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to, yeah, just, duh, just do it, you know. <laughs> um, the next type of rest is spiritual rest. Spiritual rest is when we are spending some time connecting to something greater than ourselves. Um, it will, anything that gives you a deep sense of belonging, love and acceptance. And, oh, how nice is that? Just to even hear that is so nice. So please start being mindful of taking spiritual rest throughout your day, your week, your month, etc. Um, and I'm going to leave that up to you what that it is, because I'm not here to tell you exactly how to achieve rest. This is, I'm trying to give you this information to activate your process of uniquely resting your mind, body, and soul. So in the spiritual, sorry, in the spiritual rest um, realm, what gives you a deep sense of belonging, love, and acceptance? And do more of that. So spiritual rest for me is definitely like being in nature and solitude. So, but I'll, I'll leave that there and let you guys dis um, dissect that and your own unique expression and practice of that spiritual rest. Okay, creative rest is the next one. Spending time admiring nature and art. Oh, it's kind of, I didn't even realize it was kind of following on. Um, so yeah, this is especially important for people who have jobs um, requiring a lot of problem solving and brainstorming. So um, if you have the ability to do so, um, set up your workspace near a window so you can look out and, and admire nature or add some inspiring artwork to whether it's your desk or your office or wherever you work. So yeah, I actually really like moving around um, my workspace depending on what I'm creating, what I need to work on, etc. I have a beautiful office at home, but I don't strictly work there. And um, like I said, I'm literally pulled up in the car today. Um, if it wasn't raining, I definitely would have set up under a tree or at the beach on my blanket and been more integrated in nature. Um, but it's raining. So I feel like sitting in the car <laughs> looking at the ocean is the closest I can get today. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love changing up my workspace, which I think is a bit of creative, definitely integrating a bit of creative rest. Um, there is three more types of rest. So there's seven altogether. Um, sensory rest is the next one. Um, 
taking breaks and this is how we achieve it is by taking breaks from our devices taking breaks from artificial light and taking breaks from overly stimulating environments and for me the biggest one that biggest one like the biggest time I'm um, in those overstimulating environments is shopping centers like even going into Coles like if I am not grounded and if I am not well rested holy shit it is just so taxing for me I have so much respect for people that can work in retail because you're doing huge long shifts in artificial light with sounds and colors and flashes and then aircon as well that's like not fresh air it's like air that dries you out and it's been yeah uh, circulated through that vent a million times and oh I've just got so much respect for you guys if you're working in retail um so yeah make sure you're allowed if you are working in retail make sure you're allowing as much sensory rest as possible and another example that's coming to mind as well of people that need sensory rest are people that work on their laptops a lot because you are looking at an artificial screen for so long so a lot of people will think oh, I've had a really big day at work. I'm going to chill out and zone out and watch some TV. And that's probably the worst thing you can do um, in that sensory rest category um, is because you just need to to have a break from that artificial light and the stimulation from like, you know, flashing ads and different colors and stuff like that. So yeah, maybe try and allow some time in the afternoon to sit out on your deck and take some deep breaths and admire nature or read a book or whatever just isn't involving anything that's going to stimulate you which is obviously a lot of technology so yeah that is how to integrate some sensory rest into our lives and the second last type of rest is mental rest so I think this is one that a lot of people need um our yeah, our minds can just get so chaotic so quickly. So mental rest throughout our day is really important. So some ways you could do that is um, set reminders on your phone to allow short breaks and opportunities to slow out through, uh, slow down throughout your day. So um, yeah, set some reminders on your phone or alarms and maybe to go off at like three times a day or however many times you feel you need it. And that is your reminder. You don't have to do the... Um, you don't have to do the phone reminders all the time, um, but after a while, once you've con- consistently um, set these reminders, you will be able to just naturally integrate these mental breaks throughout your day. So yeah, set an alarm. It might say something like breathe, and it's your reminder to take three deep belly breaths and be mindful of your thoughts and not identify with any thoughts. Or it could be reminders to do like a little five-minute meditation and yeah, you telling yourself that you don't have time in your day to do that kind of stuff is a choice, by the way. Like you will never ever create the change and the upgrades in your life that you are desiring without changing your daily habits. So if you're sitting here like, but I don't have time for um, little short mental rest breaks. Um, well, all right, I'll, I'll chat to you when you completely burn out, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, your decision to um, to say that you don't have enough time to do these little things is is a, is a decision. So yeah, maybe just setting little reminders on your phone throughout the day to just stand still, take a few deep breaths, whatever you feel will give you that little mental break from solving that problem at work or doing that uni assignment or, you know, your grocery shop or whatever it is. Um, and the last emotion, uh, the- <laughs> I gave it away. Um, the last type of rest is emotional rest. Um, which is your need to prioritize some alone time to be in your own energy. And oh my gosh, guys, like 
one, rest has been so transformative for me in my journey, but two, solitude. So solitude, like I'm obviously still doing productive things in solitude, but oh damn, baby girl, baby boy, that like solitude is just ridiculous. It is so, so energizing. And I just find people so scared to spend some time by themselves, but it's just such a potent, energizing, rejuvenating therapeutic space to be in so yeah for your emotional rest purposes please take some time to be in your own energy because we all have auras Um, I can't remember if in any episodes I've spoken about auras but you are constantly absorbing the energy and the emotions of the environment around you and the people around you so the only way to empty out all of those emotions is to to have some, some time by yourself. You could be in the best mood ever, but if you walk into the lunchroom and Susan's having the worst day ever, you can bet your bottom dollar that you are going to absorb some of that. And that's what kind of emotional and physical intelligence is, is, um, is learning how to, to um, decompress from those and not identify with other people's energy. And anyway, I'm um, getting off topic but that's one of the many parts of self-mastery and the things that I teach in my group program is how to set um, energetic boundaries how to stay in our power how to shift the beliefs around um, psychic attacks from other people and um, and emotional attacks because you know Susan might be your friend but if she's having a bad day you can bet your bottom dollar that you're going to have you're going to absorb some of that negative energy so emotional rest equals the need for solitude do it <laughs> um And it's especially important for the people pleasers, as I've just mentioned, like Susan might be your best mate and she's having a bad day. And if you love her, you're going to immediately click into that people pleasing um, mode and try and save her. And you can't save yourself if you're pouring from it. Sorry, you can't save anyone else if you're pouring from an empty cup. So yes, please be mindful to prioritize some solitude to gain emotional rest and emotional rest will just make you a better human, (laughs) a happier a more fulfilled human that can actually help more people. So it's not selfish. It is not selfish to to integrate any of these types of rest into your day. It is a selfless act. And that kind of um, is a great segue into my final message for this episode that rest is an act of self-love and a sign of empowerment. Okay? So let that land. It It is saying to the universe that you trust that everything will get done that you know you are worthy and and as I mentioned that rest is not selfish it's selfless because as you rest you're one activating other people's need for rest and desire to probably redefine their relationship with rest and two um you can pour out of a full cup once you've rested so yeah and the last the final final message is Success does not have to be achieved through sacrifice. And man, I can still feel that in my body, how nice that feels to accept that belief, that new belief and that realization because I was ingrained from such an early age, like all of us, to believe that if I wanted to achieve something, I would have to sacrifice. And that's not what holistic success is. Holistic success is. It's about sustainably finding success through avenues that are joyful and ones of ease and how when you're in alignment and when you're well rested etc so those last two messages just let them sink in rest is an act of self-love and a sign of empowerment 
and success does not have to be achieved through sacrifice. All right, my beautiful loves, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast episode. Thank you for giving me your consent to receive this information. Um, I hope that it has helped you um, gain some clarity around your current relationship with rest and how empowering and necessary it is to define and define and have a healthy relationship with rest. So best of luck with your journey. Um, reach out to me via Instagram, um, email or on my website, which all the information will be in my show notes. Um, if you've felt activated or triggered by this episode and you need some extra support, I'm always here. Let me go know how your um, process of beginning to slow down is. I would love to love to love to hear from you. Um, I'm always here for support. So Best of luck, my loves, and um, yeah, all my love.